Hi guys, it is Miss J. I am back with another episode. Um, previous episode was pretty heavy, so I want to talk about releasing trauma. Um, as always, I'm so grateful that you're listening. I'm so grateful to be a part of your day and to help you along the way of your journey. As you all know, um, all of my books are available on my website, authorismissj.com. Today was the last uh, day for the sale of 15% off on all books. Um, as you all know, I am a life coach as well. If you need to vent and you want someone to listen to, you need guidance, motivation, and encouragement, I am here as well. You can book me for a session. So let's get into it. Um, releasing trauma. Um, So trauma can be defined as a deeply distressing or disturbing experience um, or physical injury. Now, in my previous episode, I was um, very vulnerable and I shared my personal story with rape and molestation as well. And um, those of others who um, were researched from other survivors and it's... um, It's imperative that we know how to heal. Um, It's imperative that we allow ourselves to heal. Um, When we carry around those thoughts, when we carry around those feelings and past experiences, it can kind of weigh us down, you know, and cause us to feel low, unworthy, unhealed, and unloved, and just all of the feels, period. Not only that, Um, It can cause us to be jaded, you know, which is understandable. You know, we don't we don't know who or if we can trust anyone. We're more cautious about our whereabouts and who we let in our circle. And so many things play a factor. But the most important of them all is that is our ability and willingness to heal. Um, when we heal, we take our power back, you know, we take back our, our control. When we heal, we allow ourselves to have and to live a better quality of life. So if in your case, it was rape or molestation as well, um, or even a friend or a colleague, family member, business partner, or, or whomever um, wronged you and you are carrying around that offense or offenses, um, we are prolonging the pain that we feel, you know, we're re- reliving those instances, we're replaying those instances within our minds. Um, and this is why I'm an advocate for therapy. I myself have gone and I find it to be extremely therapeutic, of course, um, you know, to be able to release those thoughts within, you know, to be able to release those thoughts within the mind and to gain insight. I find it to be, you know, very unfortunate to know that a lot of people actually ridicule others for healing themselves, you know, with therapy as a method, um, when (laughs) they are actually the ones who could also benefit 
because they too are carrying around that trauma. They too are, you know, carrying around trauma bonds and baggage and, you know, their own wounds, but also projecting it onto you. And I cannot stress the importance of black mental health and therapy. And, um, in a blog, which is also on my website, um, I speak about black, well, mental health in the African-American community, right? And why many shy away from it. You know, there's this disconnect that arises whenever you try to speak about it. There's this disconnect that arises when many where many believe that, you know, something is wrong with them. You know, it is, there is something, you know, wrong, of course, but not in a way where you're clothed and shamed, um, but in honor because you're doing the work. So many people aren't willing to do the work. So many people want to be free, want to heal, and want to live a life of, you know, a better quality of life, but how can you do so if you don't address the wounds? So therapy allows you to, you know, not only heal yourself, but your bloodline, you know, your mental health, your mental process changes, period. You're able to unpack and unload, you know, you're, you're capable of seeing things from a different perspective. And ultimately, you're able to heal your relationships that were affected prior to your sessions, So right now, you may be viewing a particular situation from one perspective, you know. And after therapy and after speaking to a licensed professional, they're able to shine the light on areas that were unseen, basically. Um, Another form of healing is sound therapy, which is one of my favorites. Um, I love sound bowls, um, sound bowl therapy, sound baths, you know, it brings about calmness, releases fears and heals on a cellular level. You know, I practice in medicine and in the pharmaceutical industry for half of my life and I don't take any medicine. Vitamins, yes. Herbs, I love, um, but, you know, natural remedies, I swear by, just from knowing what I know, which leads me also to food. Um, food is medicine. Our, in- our food intake is crucial to our minds, our mental health, you know, the way we feel about ourselves, the way we feel about others, the- how we see certain things, how we see different people you know the phrase um eat your medicine is real so many fruits and vegetables have vitamins and minerals and healing properties and we and we completely overlook that um and many don't even realize you know you you may even suffer from high blood pressure and you're taking at least five medications i can name them off the top of my dome right now what you may have sitting next to you, (laughs) what you may have in your cabinet. (laughs) I could. I'm not even going to flex right now, though. But um, 
those same medications lead to other issues because those are the actual gateway drugs. When you can, you know, consume healthy meals to reduce, you know, to reduce it and reduce your cholesterol and to unblock pathways and to reverse depression. What we eat or consume has a lot to do with how we heal mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Also pay attention to your cravings. Um, The body knows how to heal itself. You know, you may want to keep a a log of your cravings and, you know, write down the color of what you're craving or what you consume because it could be due to a blockage in your chakras. The other day, um, what was that? I was craving squash. I have not (laughs) eaten squash since maybe grade school. And that's yellow, uh, which is the solar plexus. And it represents joy and and happiness and um, power and confidence. You know, the areas of the body are the um, stomach and pancreas and liver and gallbladder. And maybe there was like, you know, some digestion issues. And let me also say this. Um, we don't realize, but our gut affects everything. I don't really want to turn this into a medical podcast, (laughs) but, uh, do your research on that. Um, but heal yourself, you know, and don't let anyone convince you or persuade you to heal in a particular way. Their healing and your healing is not the same. This is why we are all individuals. So if that means locking yourself in a room to feel those emotions, you know, lights off, blinds closed, world shut out, no social media, you know, if when you come out of that room, you're grounded, do it, do it. If that means, you know, taking a walk to clear your mind, you know, do that. Never estimate a good walk. You know? It transmutes, to me, it transmutes that negative energy into positivity and brings about clarity. You know? Same for the gym. Like I told you on my Instagram. What was that? Maybe three weeks ago, get moving. Move your body around. Walk around. Exercise. I know, you know, COVID-19 is out. We don't want to go outside. I know for sure every time I go outside, I'm coughing. When I'm home, I'm fine. You know, I'm not going to get into that either. But, you know, exercise around your home. Get moving around your home. Um, Writing is also helpful. (laughs) This coming from the author. (laughs) Writing is also um, very helpful. Also, in daily affirmations, I provide writing prompts and journaling exercises to reflect and to release. You know, you read that um, particular devotional, you say your affirmations, and you jot down how that particular segment made you feel. You jot down whatever question you have before that answer that and just allow that negative those negative emotions and thoughts 
to, you know, leave your body and be placed onto the paper before you. You can release that anger and resentment and, and aggression and later on go back and look at it. You know, see how much you've grown. See what you've overcome. Um, whatever you need to do to detach, to become you again, you know, please do it. Please do it. You deserve it, you know. And trauma can come in many forms, in many ways, and affect us. I believe all of us have daddy issues, you know. Here's why. Before, before you say, I don't have any daddy issues, my, my, my father was there. My father was here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, here's why. <laughs> Number one, um, for those of us that didn't have fathers for whatever reason, they were absent, not around us as much, or um, transitioned. Um, it left us maybe feeling unloved, you know, unworthy, confused, you know, like something was missing. And so we tried to find it in other people, tried to find, you know, fill that void with, um, negative vices, maybe alcohol, drugs, sex, money, friendship, and form, you know, unhealthy, um, attachments, codependency, et cetera, those sort of things, you know? Um, maybe your father was around and spoiled you and gave you everything you wanted, okay? Gave you everything that you needed, everything that you desired, and now no man is good enough for you. Even if he is a good man, he's not good enough for you because you're looking for flaws and you're looking for your father. You're looking for the hero you had in your childhood and you're seeking a romantic replica this is why I say everyone has daddy issues another example maybe he was present but very unsupportive so you feel as though you you may as well would not have known him and let me say this when People tell you that they don't know their father and they're confiding in you. Don't stop. Just stop telling people, you know, well, I've known, I know who my father is and he was never around. So, you know, might as well not have known him. <laughs> might as well be dead to me. Like you're, you're, um, diluting how that person feels and taking away from the fact that they felt comfortable enough to confide in you and tell you that you know at any rate those are my reasons for saying we all have daddy issues and we need to heal um maybe you need to write a letter to him even if he's no longer in your life you know, due to a personal choice or trauma, you know, even if you have no intention on sending the letter, giving him that letter, write it down. Let those fears and that anger, your wishes, how you wish things were, 
what you feel he could have done better, write it all down and release it. You know, release it for you. Release it to become a better father. If you are a male yourself, learn from it, you know, and and vow to never make the same mistakes. Vow to be become a better woman, you know, if you are a female and, you know, take what you experienced and heal those emotional wounds. So you won't look for a man, you know, to do it, which will allow him to take advantage of you. Because, believe it or not, a lot of men can tell if you didn't have a father growing up. A lot of men can tell if you did, you know, and and will treat you accordingly. Heal. Heal, please. Healing comes in so many forms. And you owe it to yourself to shed that weight, to shed that dead weight, you know, a post-trauma, a past trauma, and never estimate a good cry. Never estimate a good cry. It's okay to cry, male or female. Let the tears fall. Let it soak your pillows. (laughs) You know... As long as you're ridding yourself of negative energy and those negative emotions, whatever you need to do, as long as it is in a healthy way to release the trauma, to release the anger, to release the aggression, to release the resentment, to release the baggage, please do it. Because if we don't heal, it's going to continue to be passed down to our children, to our children's children, and their children. And what you don't realize is your negative thoughts and behaviors are affecting them. It affects your relationships, whether business, you know, business and professional or romantic or platonic. Because we're bleeding onto other people. Other people who are good to us. Other people who may have no intentions of hurting us. But because we have so much trauma, we feel as though everyone is out to get us. And walls are up. And we have to, and we feel as though we have to protect ourselves even from good people. You know? <sighs> Guys... A deep one, right? <laughs> a heavy one, right? I've been laying some heavy stuff on y'all today. But I told you this is what this channel is for, to have those hard conversations. The ones that we don't want to talk about so that we can heal. This channel is for maturity. This channel is for healing, you know, on all levels. This channel is to help you, to motivate and encourage you in every shape, form, and fashion. All right, guys. I love you all so much. It is Miss J. (laughs) Have an amazing day.